Welcome to this episode of the Heritage Guide to Prague, brought to you by the Prague Vitruvius, the illustrated guide to Czech architecture and heritage. You can find us at praguetecture.eu or on Facebook or Twitter. Rising impressively from a rocky bluff south of the city, the ancient fortified settlement of Vyshehrad, literally High City, dates from the 10th century. The place is indelibly linked with the foundation of Prague, thanks largely to the tales of the 19th century writer Alois Jirasek, who made it the home of Princess Libusha and her husband, Przemysl. In the peaceful grounds of the ancient fort stand four monumental statues by Josef Misselbeck, depicting these characters from early Czech mythology. According to legend, Libusha was one of the three daughters of old King Krok, who held dominion over these lands from his fortress at Vyshehrad. Libusha had no husband, but as luck would have it, she had a dream in which her horse led her to her future consort. The animal was duly dispatched to the distant hills, where it came across a ploughman called Premisel. His name means thoughtful or studious. The mystified peasant was swept back to Vyshehrad to become the father of the great Premislid dynasty. Inspired by her prophetic success, Libusha went into a further trance. This time her horse took her in a quite different direction, towards the area where Prague Castle now stands. Go until you reach a man making a lintel for his house, the vision had said, and on that spot you will found a city whose fame will reach the stars. She did, and she named it Prach, the old Czech word for a threshold or lintel. Whatever the truth of these legends, the Przemyslid ruler Vratislav II does appear to have established a palace here in the late 11th century. Frustrated by the appointment of his wayward brother Jaromir as Bishop of Prague, Vratislav ordained a separate church to be founded at Vyshehrad, arranging that its canons should be directly answerable to the Pope rather than to the Bishop. This special exemption of Vyshehrad, along with its defensive position on the river, goes some way to explaining the basilica's distinctive place in the Czech imagination over the centuries. The first of the church's many reconstructions occurred in the reign of Charles IV. As son of John of Luxembourg, it was politically expedient for Charles to strengthen historical ties with the Przemyslids, the dynasty from which his mother was descended. Not only did he extend the basilica, he ensured that it would form part of the coronation arrangements for all future kings. The church that stands here today is the result of a major remodelling in the Gothic Revival style by Josef Mocker and František Miksch. The latter was responsible for the pierced twin spires. The project took place from 1885 to 1903, and during that same period the adjoining graveyard was transformed into a national cemetery to contain the remains of notable Czechs including the composers Bedrich Smetana and Antonin Dvorak. 
Also buried here are the writer Karel Čapek, the artist Alphonse Mucha, the poet Jan Neruda, and the operatic soprano Emma Destinova. And of course, many of the nation's foremost architects are buried here too, including Josef Mocker, Antonin Barvitius, Josef Gochar, and Karel Hilbert. And the sculptors Josef Misselbeck, Stanislav Sukarda, and Ladislav Shalon. Keeping them company is the architect Antonin Viel, who designed the beautiful Renaissance-style arcades that run all around the northern side of the cemetery. Viel was also responsible for the grandest gesture of all, the Slavin, or Pantheon, set into the cemetery's eastern wall. This vast monument and tomb holds the mortal remains of 55 preeminent Czechs, their names inscribed forever on marble plaques. The allegorical figures to either side represent the nation in mourning and the nation victorious, and above them resting against a sarcophagus, the winged figure of the Genius Patriae, or Spirit of the Motherland. The inscription below reads, Ač zemřeli jestě mluví. Even in death, they yet speak. Join us again for another podcast from the Prague Vitruvius.